The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. So, this weekend kicks off the NBA playoffs. 76ers are going, you know, another <laughs> another year where we uh, hope they make it out of the second round. Uh, how are you feeling going into this playoffs? Oh, for the record, it's hasn't been publicized at all much. People haven't really talked about it much. This is the most wins the Sixers have had since the old one Sixers team. Oh, uh, since the since yeah. the Iverson run? Yeah. Uh, looks like they're probably going to have the MVP of the league. They got the assist leader next to them. Yep. Um, they got, they, they're a top Points 10 leader. defense, yep. offense, and in, in that category. They have all the things you need you know, in the recipe of making a champion. Um, yeah, they do. So. I, I mean, I think that they're, you know, um, they're a top five team in the league and they're not the fifth team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're top, agree five, top five team and they're not the fifth team. Yeah. Um, Probably somewhere between three and four. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could make yeah. it. You could make a Possibly reasonable two. argument yeah. for two. Um, yeah. I. You know, do they have a chance? For sure. Um, I think it they the if the shakeout is good for them, and one of the teams that's kind of like a tough matchup for them loses, I think that makes a run to the finals like very very possible. I think even if one of the teams that's a tough matchup loses or wins, they can beat any of the teams that are in front of them. The biggest problem that I have with that team is I don't like the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it's the kind of staff that makes the adjustment where that guy you haven't heard about has a great game. It's more the kind of coaching staff where they're like, well, this is my guy in this spot. I go with mm-hmm. this guy, and that's my guy. That's fair. Um, when you contrast that with, like, the Phillies, right, where they were like, yeah, we needed to, we needed to get an out in the fifth inning, so we brought in our best closer because we really needed that out because it was a high leverage situation, right? Mm-hmm. That was something that the Phillies did, and it made got them in all the way to the World Series, right? Like, yeah, some magic yeah, there. Some magic happened, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, this coaching staff seems unlikely to be able to pull those buttons. Um, however, we'll see. We'll see, man. I, I you know, I, I, Having the I best player it. on the planet, um, you know, makes things a lot easier yeah well i love that comparison that you made that that to me is, is sets up a wonderful our typical debate and it's actually the crux of our to our debate right like i go you know you look at the world series houston had the better team 100 percent. they also played like the better team their talent showed up mm-hmm. and they they 
all their talent showed up, right? The Phillies, through the entire playoffs, most of the matchups, they didn't necessarily have the overall better talent. But when they went up against certain teams who, you know, throughout the season had proved to have more talent, a more talented team than the the Phillies, a lot of those guys didn't show up. You know what I mean? And, like, it's funny because I think, like, we we get into this conversation and usually the crux of our Joel and B conversation and Doc Rivers conversation is actually less about them and more about like the the philosophy of, you know, coaching versus superstar, you know, coaching versus superstar battle. And I think teams that have the talent, you very rarely, if ever, see them win through the pull the right card method like like it's it's really rare because they have the talent and the talent shows up sure and and teams that uh don't have the talent yeah they're the teams that are like pull the right card like i don't know how many cards did the phils pull when they won their last world series in 08 you know, like I mean, they didn't really. I, they, I was about to say they, they, they didn't pull really... a damn card. Dude. Yeah, I mean, they, they sort of did, like maybe a little bit of Eric Bruntlett. Like, there's there's some definitely. You don't remember that card? I but I remember... mostly that that run was like, look, this we we can hit and we can we can yeah. pitch a little. We can pitch enough. Yeah, come and see we can us. Close a game. We can exactly. pitch enough and we can close a game. Yeah. Come see so, us. You can beat us. Come see us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like. You're not beating year. Cole Hamels. You're not beating Cole Hamels, exactly. and you're not beating Brad Lidge. You're not beating J.C. Exactly. Ramirez. You're and not when we need Brad a hit, we're going we gonna to get a hit. Yeah. And, okay. You know what I mean? Like Jimmy, Rollins Burrow. Is gonna, Jimmy Rollins is going to be here. <laughs> yeah, like you can't even call Pat Burrow, you know, home run. Like, that wasn't a card. That's Pat Burrow. That's what he <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's not a card. That's, well, what that's it, literally Jim, what he's here for. Every closeout game in that series, Jimmy Rollins led off with a home run. Yes, like that's not a card. That's Jimmy Rollins. You know what I mean? Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy (laughs) Jimmy Rollins. Yeah. So, like, to me. By the way, that's why Jimmy Rollins belongs in the Hall of Fame. Anytime that he's not in the Hall of Fame, every moment that he is not in the Hall of Fame (laughs) is just a a travesty for baseball, right? My man led off every single closing game with a home run. Come on. Agree. Agree. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's the. I don't think you get both. I really don't. I, I don't I don't think you get both. La, now last year's team, he kind of needed to pull a card, but like that's hard to do. Pulling a card is hard. Like Nick Nurse won a finals, he didn't pull a damn card. You know what I mean? Like people talk about how great Nick Nurse. Like I can't even really think of a coach. I'm trying to think of the last coach. I guess you could say Doug Peterson in the NFL pulled some cards. Sure, he he pulled cards. But I can't. You can't really think of too many champions. Like, what was the last baseball champion that like made it all the way through? Well, baseball's a little. Baseball's a yeah. little bit different. Nah, baseball's a little bit different. But the big, the the team, the sports where like especially basketball, right? Yeah, like where, what's the last basketball team you think pulled the pull cards? I mean, a, I would actually say a little bit, uh, the Kawhi year. Right, because that team, that team was like seven dudes and one guy. I disagree. I think in that team, every every night, they did what they did all season long. They they were athletic. They played the one thing each one of those guys did was they defended 
and they ran the floor. Yeah. And then they gave the ball to Kawhi. And Kawhi averaged like forty through that. Whole well, that's the thing. Like he, the guy who can do it, did it. Was the is the true story of that team? But also, like they had the the. It wasn't just three guys, right? Playing, like the thing with the with the Sixers, is it's they're kind of playing three on five. Yeah, but. Yes, a I think every team. Bit, yeah, right? I mean, I I, every I'm, team not, I'm not trying to disparage. No, every, and, and every team mean. has that, right? Yeah, I was about to say. Um, but I, the, I don't think that the supporting cat, like I think the uh, what's that? What's it? Uh, the Nuggets thing. I've lost their name, right? Like I, they're out. They're yeah, out. yeah. Well, you know they're, what it is. They're gonna lose because they got one guy. He's great. He is tremendous. They got a well, couple. Right, they, they, they got, got a couple. two and a half guys. Yeah, they got a couple. Um, but they don't <laughs> but, buy. But but buy in. The thing that you're about to touch on is every team has three that are like the focal point. The championship teams, you go back to Doc's last championship, you could probably you could argue he pulled some cards. I mean, he like went to PJ Brown late in the series, you know, versus the Lakers and me. But the thing that they did, everybody bought in. Sure. Like there was 100% buy-in from the last player on the bench to Kevin Garnett. Like, there was total buy-in. And that is my biggest fear with the Sixers is that will everybody buy in? You know what I mean? Like, will Tobias Harris lock in and not, like, freak out if he's not scoring 20? Will he go in and say, I'm going to be – I watched him put the clamps on John Morant. Like, if you can – Stay in front of John Morant. You can stay in front of anybody. So will he have that mentality to compete defensively every night? You know, will Harden continue to play like he's played all season? Well, Hard, Harden's you know? been Harden's been spectacular, and will Joe's he continue to be. Those, those will Joe two continue to be. Yeah, I guess I guess a little bit. Both of them have a rep mm-hmm. for sort of disappearing mm-hmm. in the postseason. You know, I, I'm not I'm not worried about those two. Um. I'm not it's worried about them it's as much as I was last year. But I am still worried about them. And I'm worried about Tobias. And I'm worried about Maxi. Will he, will he continue to show up? I just feel like this team, to me, I got questions on if they're going to do it because they just haven't done it. I think they got the recipe. But I don't know if they're really ready to do it. In the playoffs, at the highest well, moment. Guess we'll find out. And I can't wait to find out. Yeah, it, it should be. It should be interesting. I think. Uh, actually, I think the, for the first round, the West is the most exciting. Oh yeah, a lot of great, a lot of great matchups. Yeah, low. Knicks it's Cleveland a, is nice. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. that might be nice. Yeah, but it's it's going to be the the first round. Sort of seems like it's going to be a snoozer in the East and a really interesting round in the West. So we'll mm-hmm. find out what happens, man. Yep, yep. How was your week? Week was good, man. Week was really good. Uh, Easter, um, you know, we did a little catering event uh, that was really nice. No, another successful catering event. A lot, lot, lot of, a uh, lot of excitement from the host who who booked us, and just really loved the the food and, you know, just another successful catering event, man. And and yeah, it was pretty fun. I'm getting into like a lot of summer stuff too. I've been doing this cucumber uh tomato salad that 
I've been getting a lot of you know rave reviews on from yeah, people. Yeah, cucumber so. salad's great too. Yeah, one of my... yeah. So, um, d- how is prep for the wife's uh, event going? That's going really well. We're 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 five weeks away. Okay. So you know we're kind of piecing it all together. We're we're about to start sitting down, putting together the cost of you know I mean the amount of food that we need to get because we're waiting on you know ticket numbers to kind of sure. Come in. in, yeah, and the worst and the saddest part about that is, you know, not people are no one's buying no ticket three months in advance. No. We're still over a month out, um, so you're probably not going to really see a lot of that until two like the before, two weeks at the, before. At the best. Yeah, at the best, exactly. So we're not going to have a super great gauge of of what we need until probably that week of, you know, and and that and that's fine because that's when we'll do the shopping and. and Get things yeah. situated then, but so. a lot of that stuff, like the flour and whatever, you know, that's stuff that you can get ahead. Yeah, some of the dry stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, but it, but it's pretty good. The menu's locked in, you know, which is really nice. Um, you know, doing a lot of fun things. Uh, yeah, we're just excited. We we're, the venue set, so you know, we we're, we're feeling really good about it. So I'm hoping that this leads to more of these to some degree sure. like we, we're thinking of doing like a, a summer family fun day sure. fundraiser where we do it out at the park and we you know we, we do like kickball game with it and kids involved and you know make it a little less about the food and more about just like family. bringing some some family and some fun together in order to raise money and you know we're going you know continue to do these if it's successful man you know it's an interesting like thing that i you call it raise money and i'm like it's 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 interesting that you call it raise money instead of make money, right? Like, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. make money, like the, the go, but it but there's like a spin that you have on it where it's like it's about raising money, well, it's for about sure. Making money, well, you know? <laughs> and I think that it is, but I think where it's raising is like because like it's for the business, the it's goal for the is, business because you're because you're selling to your warm your hard warm market exactly. Right? So it's like we're yeah. raising funds for the business to grow exactly, and like you know it's a fifty dollar ticket, like we. If we go this route, we're not don't expect brunch to cost you fifty bucks per person. Mm-hmm. Like it's also some of that too, is you know making sure that like you know people aren't like, damn, this is what type of business they. You know what I mean? Like, nah, we're raising money. It's a little more expensive than what it would be right. under other circumstances. So don't yeah. you know don't don't freak out on the price. Yeah, it's just an interesting. It's an interesting spin, right? It's an interesting yeah. bit, bit of marketing there. Right? And because and legally we're not able to technically do the sell, selling also because, you know, we don't we don't have the proper stuff to Oh, I like a park legitimately. Yeah, yeah. So everything has to be like, you know. Right. The that words matter. Yeah, words yeah. matter. Even at the venue. We can't technically sell tickets at that venue because of it's like a township hall and it's, you know, it's a right. different fee for businesses and sure. stuff like you know so yeah so verbiage matters yes yeah man it's it's it's, it's interesting interesting piece of marketing there right and yeah. and it's also who you're marketing to right it's you're still in that warm market space with her so exactly that makes it exactly yeah, yeah so i spent the last bit. uh nice man yeah i spent the i spent the last week starting a new project um yeah i think i think it's actually a pretty good project i think it's going to be interesting um is this the one with the uh, potential partnership? 
Yeah, partnership might be a little bit strong, you know. Um, maybe it is. I, I'm not. We're not exactly sure. We're just sort of talking, right, and helping each other out right now, um, and kicking the idea around. We'll see what it grows into, right? Um, but it's like uh, the idea the the app is just a job board, right? Like it's an easy, like sort of known quantity. We got our own little spin on it, right? Like, but it's kind of like I don't know, making a hot dog stand, right? Like. There's other hot dog stands in the world. You know, if you if you have caramelized onions, that's your reason for being a hot dog stand, right? So it's, it's that kind of business um, or app, right? And uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit hesitant to, to want to take on a partner, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't need a partner. <laughs> like, for this, like, I, I don't see what the point is. Uh, but also there's like this, there's a nice accountability that's there, mm-hmm. you know, having another person. So, and like, I also don't think this is going to be like a multi-million dollar idea, right? <laughs> like, so maybe it's just fine to just have a little business and spin it up and, you know, certainly just let it, let it be and see if it makes money, kind of move on from there. Right. Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking. We'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so all in all, I'm enjoying the process. I'm learning. I'm working. Like you know, that's that's what I want. I want to just have a project that I can work on that I'm curious about and interested in. This kind of fills those buckets. Um, and then I guess maybe I should do something for the for the comic book app pretty soon. But uh, sort of just stalled on that. Maybe I'm not enthusiastic about it right now. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah been there yeah maybe i need another like customer or something like that like maybe that would get me more excited about it um but i'm just kind of like i don't want like i don't want to invest more energy into it when i like don't really see a big opportunity in the space right yeah so i i gotta figure out what to do about that so but you know the llc exists so maybe i'll roll this into that and kind of figure it out like i don't know well i'll have to see how all this stuff works out yeah, now nah, I've been there. You're searching, you know, definitely searching, trying to figure it all out, make it make you know sense all the way across the board. No, nah, I get it, you know. Yeah, and like you know, the the thing is, is there's not a lot of uh, there's it's not a lot of prop. Like it's not that hard to just invest your energy into apps, right? So you can just make one. It's not that hard. Um. So I think that my strategy right now is sort of like biased towards making more apps and trying things and then seeing one that like that makes sense to me that I get excited about, enthusiastic about in a way, you know? Yeah. Kinda kinda where where I ended up after my first, you know, like six months with uh, you know, the seasonings. And how it just kinda like, yeah, it's there, you know. I haven't totally forgotten about the seasonings, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm looking at other stuff, right? You know, and because I'm not sure if it, like, you know, should I spend more time on this or should I be working on, you know, starting the next thing and and letting the seasoning thing kind of you know brew. You yeah. know, so yeah, I'm in the same. I understand that boat. Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. You know, um, all in all. You know, feeling pretty good about that stuff. I'm pretty happy. So, 
enjoying it. So what'd you think of this week's chapters in the book? I've been wondering what you were going to think. Um, uh, again, I like the storytelling. I like the, I, I appreciate the clean, like, uh, uh, line of like chronological order of him telling the story like it seems like a very simple thing but i think coming off of the last book with jocko mm -hmm. um i even appreciate it more yeah know, to have like a nice narrative like this yeah, is what happened in 1991 yeah. and this is what happened in exactly. 2003 yeah exactly like, yeah and like i think he's very being very honest and 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 open about his uh his his like from I guess his early years of of his life and and you know going to college and how he basically just kind of fumbled away all his potential, you know, like yeah. it kind of sounds like there was this period in his life where he was rich roll. Then he stopped being rich roll and started being whatever, you know, what other people wanted him to be, what, what, what he thought he was supposed to be. Drinking too much, Drinking whatever too much, it is. Whatever that is. Like, he just went, like, away from all the things that made him, you know, the, the guy who was sought after by colleges for, you know, swimming. And, right. like, you know, like, he got away from all of those things that made him happy, that made him feel great about himself, that made him... And then he started to like live in this world of like tricking himself that oh everything's okay I'm cooler I'm you know this is better or you know like look I get to t I can talk to girls now or whatever right, right. and um, yeah and I, and I like I like the story I, I like the story a lot and that's where we're at right now like I feel like he's just kind of really just breaking down his demise and and yeah. all the things that like. All, all the things he did wrong mm. and who he aligned himself with and all of that. So there's a lot of good lessons in there, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah and it's, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely, you know, he, he made, some, made some bad choices or whatever and, you know, is kind of like looking back on it. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I like the part where he's, he's, he's not a, uh, he doesn't regret it, right? He's just like, yeah. these are facts. These are things that happened. These are choices that I made. Because, um, like, when I look back at, at my life and, I, you know, I think, like, oh, man, there were a number of times where I, like, almost got into software, like, way early, right? <laughs> um, and didn't. Um, and that's okay. I don't look back at it negatively, right? I look back at it as, like, oh, well, that, the, the fact that I ended up choosing these things instead and that's okay, right? Like, uh, and I like that about it, that, like, reality perspective. And he has that same reality perspective. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's kind of shame and regret. Would you say they're, like, two different things? Like, pretty oh, yeah, significantly yeah, yeah. different, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like he speaks and you hear, like, almost like this, this little bit of shame in his voice when he's talking about, you know, some of these decisions, you know what I mean? Where he's kind of like, Ooh, like, yeah, I did that. Oh, shoot. Forgot I did that. Oh yeah. That was bad too. But also this understanding of like, Hey, in order for me to become this guy, I kind of had to do, like I had to go through some of this stuff. 
yes, I agree. You, I think you nailed it. Like he, he yeah. has this feeling of like, ooh, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Like, I, but the reality is, is that's what I. That's exactly what I did. Exactly. Yeah. And so that that's what it feels like to me when he's when he's when he's telling the story is and and having listened to a podcast of his recently, um, and I, I don't know if he said it in a book or if he said it in a podcast where he talks about having the, the need to grow to go through shit so you can grow, like you know I don't I don't know if that was the book or the podcast I'm, I listened to them both like a day apart from each other, right? But I, but in one of them he was talking about like you know you have to go through shit. Like, if you don't go through shit, how do you grow? Like, if you're just comfortable and, like, everything's smooth sailing, like, how the hell are you getting better? You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that you have to. Um, you know? But, but it's really hard not to. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's... but in, And I would say, like, I think that's his perspective on, you know, his, you know, hard times where he like you know was the alcoholic like you know like for for me I, I was an alcoholic i was terrible i had this horrible you know stretch and when i came out of that stretch it made me a better person right you know and that, and that's kind of how i feel the direction of of this is going and, and and what he's really speaking to is like hey here's my shitty stretch and on the other side of that shitty stretch this happened or this guy was born. Right. You know, so yeah, I'm enjoying the book. I like I like him too. You see and, and you know what I oh, like yeah. about the book? That he also is not running away from the fact that like when you're climbing, you know, the ladder of whatever, right? Like like in this world of like um uh being a lawyer was a very much a social ladder that he had to climb. Like being a type of lawyer, high profile that he wanted to be, you had to you had to like you had to like slum it and like be it like this underworld of New York City where they were talking about like you know uh, he called it like little people bowling or whatever and mm -hmm. like you had to be you had to go through the go through these doors of like shitty ass people and if you could rub elbows and you could like you know, succeed and, and shine and stand yep. out in those shitty ass underworlds of, you know, he called it Manhattan. You, you, you then end up getting connections and networking and you end up in Cornell law school where he was like, he had no business really being in cause he was terrible. 138th of 138, right? <laughs> yeah. He was like, I was terrible. He's like, I was terrible at like, uh, I think he was an intern. Right. And he was like, I was the worst intern ever, but because he was like out every night, hanging with everybody, talking shit, bullshitting but around. One of the ones that he said is he like, he left his his coat on the back of his chair. I cracked up. He was like, yeah. I left my coat on my back of my chair. So when people would see me not in the office, they would think, oh, well, he's probably just down the hall, like in a meeting or yeah. somewhere on a call or, you know. Yeah. But he was very honest that like, remember, he was a successful lawyer. Like, yeah. Like, he was gaming the system. He was gaming the system. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, just to be clear, like, you could, you know, have all these problems, do all these things. But if, like, you know how to mangle with people and be the life of the party and, you know, network, rub elbows in these shitty ass places, you can still go to Cornell Law and 
be a half-ass student and still go and be a great, you know, lawyer. Move on up in that world, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of honesty in this book, which I like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, and his podcast is good. I I listen to, uh, you know, not every episode, but like one in ten or something like that. Um, But it is good, and I can tell why when you listen to it, you were like, this this is right on, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's very much uncensored too it's another thing yeah. about him listen to his podcast like it's not cleaned up at all no he's super honest he's, he's <laughs> yeah. straightforward you know yeah. it, it's it's exactly kind of what um it, it's similar kind of i think in how do we model this right like we have yeah. more of a framework yeah. for how we discuss the week right like a little bit of sports yeah how last week went talk about the book <laughs> you know that's our like framework for it but you know his is more uh like interviewee whatever but yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, good, good so far. Like well, we'll liking see, it a lot. We'll, we'll I think I'm gonna listen to more week. of his podcast too. Yeah, you should, man. You definitely yeah. should. There's uh, he's got a bunch of smart people comes on and stuff like that. Yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. Um, well, in the meantime, Bernie, where can people find us? Yeah, they can find us at the process is black and white dot com, and they can search us on all your social media platforms at the process is black and white. We'll pop right up. All right, man. Talk to you next week. Yeah, take it easy, bro.